What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Welcome to Worlds Collide, the wrestling art podcast for wrestling fans by wrestling fans. Featuring Tony Bella from WrestlingTrainingCards.com. This is like a, a stock market. Like- and Zan Morning from Wrestling With Cards on YouTube. And I'm not saying there's a right or wrong answer. I'm just posing the question. Join them as they navigate the world of wrestling cards, helping you build a bigger, better collection, and making some money along the way. What's up, wrestling fans? Trading card collectors, we're back again. And it is, we are, we're way overdue for an After Dark episode. And I figured on the heels of Prism, kind of spurred some ideas and things about we, what we should talk about that are going on in the hobby right now. And After Dark episodes scare me sometimes. Hopefully no one every gets time. offended. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tony, a we're lot gonna... of times, well, we, we'll, like, normally we'll have a, 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 a show notes to kind of go over all, every episode we do. We try to do show notes. Uh, you're way better at it than I am with that kind of stuff. I just kind of, you put all the stuff together. I just fill in my, you know, my stuff. But uh, when we do an after dark, it's like there's sometimes show notes. But today I'm, I'm kind of taken by surprise. I have no idea what the hell is going on here. That's right. And we're starting with you first off. And that is oh. all of your recent travels and how uh, that actually pertains to wrestling cards. One thing that, you know, we've saw your posts and your tweets and your pictures and getting cards signed and all of these things. And I think it kind of begs the question for the collectors out there, seeing you out there, you know, um, pushing the boundaries for wrestling cards to get it out there to people while you're on tour with Kurt and any of these shows you're going to, what has been the more recent reception for wrestling cards that you've seen now that you've been kind of out and about? Um, usually I don't bring up the conversation of wrestling cards to anybody unless they're coming to the table with a wrestling card. That's usually the first thing that I go, Oh, you collect wrestling cards. And I've been doing that for years. Mm-hmm. Anytime, any talent I've ever worked with, uh, they'll bring a, t- a card to the table and I'll say, oh, you collect wrestling cards? Have you ever heard of WrestlingTradingCards.com? And uh, then we kind of, a conversation goes from there. And uh, some people are longtime collectors. Sometimes they're just new collectors. Sometimes they're like, well, I get lots of things signed, but these are easier for me to carry around, easier for me to store as cards. So I'm getting this stuff done. Uh, but it was, it was fun to go, you know, different countries and uh talk to different wrestling card collectors out there and it was um nice to meet from uh meet some of the people over there from across the pond and um it was you know did a little giveaway while i was there like hey come find me i'll give you exclusive kevin nash uh wtc card and the first two people who come and uh and approach me you get one of these bad boys behind me it's like that so i had a couple of those left over and um it was fun so just seeing people getting their card signed i saw when I was in Liverpool, I saw, I got there early and I was able to go walk on the table and I saw a guy who had nothing but cards. It was awesome. Like it was great. And I, so much stuff I go, ah, but I didn't take any of my money and convert it to pounds and I don't have any money in my PayPal accounts. So I haven't been using it forever. And I go, well, it's a good table right here. And I, I posted it. And of course, who comes walking in right afterwards? The old tweet wrestling tweet guy wrestling. Yeah, yeah. came in. He bought up a lot of good stuff, man. He paid and did good good on it too good prices on it too and um but good for him man but it was just um nice to see some vendors there probably only 
two or three vendors that I saw at that particular show that had cards. Everybody else had, you know, pops and action figures and mm -hmm. replica belts and stuff like that. But, um, and then this last weekend, I just got back from uh, Ohio, went to the Ohio Fan Fest. And um, there's a few tables that actually had some, some cards. And these guys were, they knew, one of the guys who had a whole display case full of different cards, um, he, he was, he was high priced. <laughs> <laughs> he knew what he had. He was high priced. So, um, but you know, oddball stuff here and there, but again, people come to the table, bringing some trading cards to get signed. There was a guy, uh, the guys who were working with Ron Simmons that weekend, mm -hmm. uh, they had all kinds of trading cards. I mean, they had hundreds of cards on their table of all Ron Simmons cards. And a guy goes, Oh, well, I brought some Kurt Angle ones. Do you think you mind if I get some Kurt Angle cards signed? Yeah, I'm sure we can charge you just fine for those. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I took care of those guys. But uh, uh, so it was good. It was good to see people out there. Uh, I'm seeing more people than ever. I, I used to do shows, you know, 10, 15 years ago. You say you got 100 people who came to the door to get an autograph. Maybe one or two would bring a card to get signed. Now I see a lot more of it. There's more people out there getting cards signed. Awesome. I would, I probably this last weekend, there might've been seven to 10 guys, if I recall, like getting, getting cards signed. That's awesome. And you know, something else that is unique to the wrestling card space is it seems like the collectors and the people who want these things actually don't mind the signed in person style autographs. Whereas in a lot of other sports and other avenues, it seems like, uh, you know, that if you take, you know, I'm just going to say Joe Montana based rookie card. Oh, you can't have that signed, you know, but if you want a Joe Montana signed card, go buy one of his pack certified. Sure, ones. Yeah. But the wrestling card community is like, there's not those autographs of certain things don't exist. So this is what we're going to do. And most people have uh, really jumped on the board with it. So that's yeah, great. They have. have you seen any other kind of ways that people um, are, you know, are they, I don't know how in depth you got with them as far as like, you know, what are they collecting and what are they buying and stuff like that? As far as the UK guys, like, are, are they specifically buying or collecting anything different than what we are here? I'm just curious. Well, what the I mean, out there, like. I, I saw several tables that actually had slam attacks. So I saw those guys were selling mm -hmm. those quite a bit. That's of course very, very popular there. Right. Um, but the one guy's table had all these different uh, cards. I mean, he had stuff from like, he has uh, the 19, you know, 89, 89 New Zealand sets. He had uh, obviously Impel. Everybody has Impel. I made, I made sure the whole popular, the whole world has that. <laughs> um, and then he had, uh, you know, he had a lot of the Fleer stuff. He had some top stuff. He had, he just had a lot, a good variety of some good stuff there. Um, but most of the stuff I saw out there, and that's the only show that I, 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 uh, I went to, I was out there, was that Liverpool show for Love of Wrestling. Because the rest of the dates that we did were all these, more of a private type affair of uh, shows of like it was it wasn't set up for vendors there's no vendors mm -hmm. um so that one was um the big show in liverpool on that saturday uh and so I, I didn't really notice anything other than more than finding a lot more slam attack stuff there was guys that had binders filled with just slam oh, attack wow. stuff uh if there was um any of the chrome stuff i would have cried because i would have i would have been able to, <laughs> i couldn't buy it but because i really like that chrome stuff it's beautiful looking cards but um, you know, just a little bit here and there. It's like that. When I come back to here to the States, then you, you have um, uh, guys who just sell the typical stuff you'd see. And they seem to be a little bit more, they seem to be more in tuned with pricing structures here in the States than they do outside of the States from my experience over there. Because that guy had a lot of things that were 
very fairly priced, very well priced, like entire price to move, mm-hmm. definitely price to move. Whereas if I would have found, uh, you know, card A out in Liverpool shows like that and found the same card A over here in the States, this guy over here would have had it, you know, this guy was doing eBay comps type stuff. Sure. That guy out there was not. He was just selling for like, you know, I'd like to get 10 bucks for this. Oh, no, it's worth 35. I'm selling 35 here. I don't think you plan this, but it's a great transition and segue. But of course, we know you're the king of that. <laughs> Going into the next topic, and it's something else I've seen with, um, I'm sure you get tagged in these Twitter stack sales and the, hey, it's, oh, yeah. a, it's trade day. Let's, you know, buy, sell, trade, which love I love. Them. I love getting included in those. But one thing that I seem to see people bicker about and kind of struggle with is asking prices and expected value on certain cards. And when I say that, I mean of certain talents. So uh, I'm going to pull a name out of here. Let's sure. say you just have a, okay, let's say we have a tops, tops Chrome Gold Sami Zayn, but people are still wanting prices for that like they would Roman Reigns. Like, I, and I, I think there's a disconnect. Like you were just talking about it as far as like pricing. So like, what do you think the the disconnect would say? Like, and it seems like they get frustrated because they can't sell something. And, you know, I don't want to be, I don't want to be impolite if it's not my place and be like, well, well that's because you yeah, don't I, have a price, right? I believe there's a, there, we, we know that there's the FOMO in buying. Mm-hmm. I believe there's also the FOMO in selling. So I think these guys are like, well, if other cards are going for astronomical prices for these golds, my mm-hmm. Sammy's got to be a, you know, going to probably go up in value too. It doesn't translate to everybody across the board. I'm a Dexter Loomis collector and I'm seeing guys on there sell, trying to get like, you know, for a one of one, uh, trying to get a thousand dollars for his, you know, autograph card. Yeah. Like he's not a thousand dollar card, even for a one of one. Sorry. Right. Oh, but it, but it's, it's Panini Prism. And it's got, that's the disconnect there. You don't understand that this is a smaller character that doesn't have the same kind of following. It's going to command the same kind of money as a Roman Reigns or a Sasha Banks well, <laughs> right for now, uh, or, you know, or, or wherever it's like, a, um, it, it's just, um, uh again about doing homeworks like that so you're right there's a disconnect from that kind of stuff these guys put stuff up there like i i went up and i recently um uh, who was it that put it up mike the cleaner Mm -hmm. uh does that's his uh weekly you know monday uh shout out to him for organizing this and including this in it it's always an amazing job uh which by the way by when we're recording this uh he's gonna be tomorrow's drop is gonna be with my interview with mike the cleaner nice um um so I posted, like, I got some stuff. I put a, you know, a, a PSA 8, you know, Undertaker promo card, you know, from a 94 action pack. And, you know, I got to go and find out what the hell of stuff is going for. It's great. I got to figure And guys were asking $379 for it. I said, okay, I'll ask $250 for mine. I'm $125 less. Not a single bite, nothing. Uh, I don't understand who's selling stuff on there. I mean, I guess it's all like dollar cards, $2 cards. And if that's the case, then, uh, you know... I, I don't know. I, I, I'm learning as I'm going along here how social media stuff is working for selling stuff. I see guys who are asking a lot of money for things because of what eBay comps are. I guess these guys are expecting or looking to buy. They're expecting, well, I don't want to shop on eBay. I thought you're going to give me a deal. Mm-hmm. Well, and the flip side of that, from my perspective, is like, um, you know, I'll see somebody with like a lot and it'll be like um, 2000. Uh, 2017 tops undisputed and it'll be like autos and relics okay cool but it's like guys that aren't even wrestling anymore or not even with the company and they're not big name guys and my and they want like 
a hundred dollars for five of the cards. And I'm just like, yeah, these are $3 cards at best. And I would know because I sell so much on eBay. And yep. when you try to like politely explain this to some people, they get so offended about this. They and do. It's just... Well, you know what? It's okay. It, um, and I think those guys continue can keep uh, posting that kind of stuff they want to. And eventually, hopefully they're smart enough to know and understand and learn that, you know what, I've been posting the same lot for the same price or on the same price for like the last six months and I'm not getting it. Maybe I should lower the price. Maybe that Zan morning guy was right. <laughs> I, I am right occasionally. And speaking of that thread though, I bought an awesome red, white, and blue Dusty Rhodes Prism card off of that same thread for like five yep. bucks, very reasonably yeah. priced. So lots of good stuff in there. But um, so that, that was pretty much uh, what I wanted to say on the pricing. So moving on to the next thing, and this, this is a topic that I thought you, you know, we talked a little bit about it last week and we don't have to get into names because it's not about names. It's about the overarching dun, theme dun, dun. of this. I've been, I've been doing so well playing Switzerland, but <laughs> you, you still can play Switzerland here. Okay. All I right. will too. Not because I'm not afraid to, but it's just the theme of it. I was listening yeah. to the Lucas Tigers and Bronze podcast. Shout out to those guys. Listen every day. They had a guest on that was saying, I'm really into politics but I got into the hobby to get away from the politics because it's fun. Mm -hmm. Tony, the hobbies turn into politics. It really has. And you've talked about it. I've talked about it. What, what are we doing? It's really a, it's, it's come down to like this, uh, you know, uh, you know, red and blue topic, you know, it really is. And it's just, uh, I don't get it. Like it, it's first and foremost, when you, you got to respect some guys, the old school guys out there, Absolutely. Uh, especially like, you know, uh, when having this kind of uh, discussion, you, you kind of have to respect like the Husker has out there. I mean, um, as polarizing a figure as Anthony might be in some regards, one thing that is that he is right on the money about is this is a hobby. It's supposed to be for fun. It, you, you collect because you love to collect. Um, it shouldn't be about price gouging. It shouldn't be all about that. It shouldn't be about undermining somebody uh, for their views based on like, well, you know, vintage is king. No, shiny stuff is king or no, this is, I mean, it shouldn't be about that. We can all have our own difference of opinions. We can all have our own lanes that we wish to drive in and how we collect. Uh, there's no real wrong way. And again, if you're mad at me because I spent too much money on a particular card, that's my business, not yours. Correct. Uh, if I'm having fun, then I'm following the Husker have mentality of, buying things that I like to enjoy and collect and have my collection because I'm having fun. Um, I don't get the reason for the divide. I mean, this, the great wrestling card divide is just, uh, it's real, it's here. And it's, we've, we've seen people who were on the same side and agreed on things or had a good interaction with each other based on cheering them on. Like, Hey, you got that card, man. That's, that's so cool. It's a great card to have. That's an awesome. I mean, didn't matter if it wasn't in my lane or not. We were cheering each other on. And now these guys are blocking each other on social media. They're, they're unfollowing. They're, it's ridiculous to me. It really is. I got so much to say. <laughs> now go for it. I'm usually the one with very when I When I started really going hard at this in 2018, got to shout out Gary V. He's the one who's like, hey, you know, garage sailing, mug life, uh, go flip cards, all this stuff. Initially, I was like, okay, I can make some money but I'm liking these cards. I, what do I like? Wrestling. I'm going to start putting this money into bigger wrestling cards to have fun. I, I'm uh, cognizant of making money and value and whatnot. 
And we but all the, are. I mean, right. really, at bottom line, we all are. But at the same time, it, it, it always comes back to, you know, um, like, what am I doing this for in the first place? What am, what am I creating content for? Why are we recording right now? Not because we want to have a bunch of friends, not because we're trying to be right, but because we're trying to get information to build this hobby and maybe get somebody some information that they needed, maybe get somebody into the wrestling card space. That's the whole reason we started. Why did I start collecting cards? Because I like them. Same reason I did when I was 10 years old. Like I like having the cardboard and just looking at it. And, you know, um, I, I don't know if I told you, I don't think I, maybe I did. No, I don't think I did. I told a couple people. I've turned down several um, big time offers for my Hogan PMG. Like mm-hmm. not, not quite to the level I'm ready to yet, but um, let's just say they're in that level of the Andre that we were talking sure. about. I said no that fast because I love the card. Yeah. And that that's that's what it's all about. The cards, the information and having fun. And, you know, the I've talked a lot about the more I'm doing eBay, the more it's, it is a full time job at this point. Mm-hmm. So I don't have a lot of time to spend on social media. But when I do go on there, I like to see people's collections. I like to see the rainbows. I like to see information. What I don't like to see is people accusing per, this person of, you know, not being, you know, a legit seller or this person saying that that card's not worth this much or, yeah. you know, just the bickering, you know, vintage, blah, 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 blah. Like, I mean, if, if I'm the, if I'm the buyer of a card that you want to tell me that I, it's not worth that much, then I'm going to be perfectly blunt with you. You're full of shit because I is worth that much because I'm the one who bought it. Mm-hmm. So it's worth that much to me. Well, it's not worth that much to you. Let's take that and tie it into your Loomis and my cross collections. Like if we're going after these one-of-one autos or transcendence or Mm -hmm. super fractors or, you know, super rare stuff, like who's to say if we want to pay $5,000 for one of those, like that's our business, you know? I got to have it in my collection. I think maybe it is overpriced. I feel it's overpriced, but you know what? I I guess I'm kind of willing to pay that. I've I've come to terms with with paying that and I'll have it and I'll enjoy it in my collection because once I have it, it's value doesn't, it's kind of, you know, sort of evaporates when I, once I have it, like the, the sting and the pain is always with the payment. But once the card actually comes into my hands, it doesn't have any value to me anymore now, other than that I'm, I have joy from having it. Right. I'm, and that kind of transitions me to our last topic of this. There's a lot we can talk to here and that's getting back to the basics of the yep. hobby. And that's kind of where I'm at now. I hate to say it. I love this community. And there's so many good people in it that I still interact with now, but it's mainly like DMs or text messages, mm-hmm. as opposed to I used to try Wait, to. Wait, you like, an- you answer text messages? What? <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> but you know, it used to when I when I was getting back in, I was trying to get as many followers as possible to get more information to sure. talk to people. Like, what are you collecting? You know, do you have this card? I'm looking for this. Blah blah blah. And now I just I, I get on there and I see people arguing, and I'm like, I don't have time for this. And it's like, it's get like turned I, off. Yeah, I, I'm back to, you know, there's a lot of people that say that, uh, well, the hobby wasn't fun when we didn't have the internet because we couldn't, you know, talk to each other and make connections, which is true to an extent. Sure. But when I, you know, turn around and grab a stack of slabs or go through a binder or whatever it is that I'm doing, I'm having just as much fun just interacting with the cards yep. and what I have and having, you know, just relaxing. Then I am wasting my time on social media. And I know, you know, we've, both of us have struggled with coming up with the time and sometimes mm-hmm. financing to get the equipment and do all these recordings, but I'd much rather be doing this right now and putting out just information, whether somebody out there hates us, likes us, agrees or disagrees. 
I feel like we're, you know, spending our valuable time at least doing something productive within the but hobby. It, it, it falls back into like how I, and when I started WTC, it's a labor of love. Mm-hmm. And if you love what you're doing, it's not really work to you. Right. Um, even if there's time restraints and equipment needs to be bought or things of that nature to kind of make things better for, for what you're doing. Uh, at the end of the day, you love the hobby and you want to present, uh, you know, content to people and hope that if I get, you know, 50 views or listens like that, hopefully one person out there got something useful out of it, you know, uh, then it's worth it to me. So, I mean, you and I have gone back and forth for the better part of the last year plus of like, you know, you know what, I'm just not feeling it, man. I just, uh, the motivation's not there. You know, this is content really worth putting out when no one's giving out. Why are we not getting more views? Why are we not getting more comments? No engagements. Uh, we tried different things of contests and different things asking for and nothing. And, and, and it can become like, it could bring you down. Uh, it can depress you in some respects too. Uh, but I think we've come over that hump and goes kind of going, you know what? I don't care anymore. It's like, I, nope. I do it. I do it because I love the hobby. We put the content out there because we want to. I mean, here we are. We've become friends because of this. Nobody hobby. else is doing it. We've got to be the flag bearers. That just is what it is. Yeah. And so it's uh, you and I've, uh, you know, connected and became friends because of this hobby. Um, and, and I value that friendship and that we've, uh, you know, we can share our knowledge with each other. And then we get together, do these kind of things. And then we share it for an audience. Hopefully I don't care if it's for five people or 5,000 people. Uh, that hopefully someone takes something from it and can learn and make a good purchase. Uh, maybe yep. um, find something like, you know what? Uh, I'm, I'm going to go be a, this kind of person. I'm going to be a, I've never been a player collector before, but because, you know, uh, you know, uh, Zan goes and collects a cross. I'm going to do something like that too. I'm going to collect this person now. Like, okay, well now I've actually got that quite a bit. I don't know if you've got that with your Loomis stuff, but I've had people say, you know, I, I liked your cross thing. So now I'm starting this random person's collection. Yep. I'm like, cool. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't get that kind of feedback that you get. I don't get the kind of feedback uh, that some other people get. And you know what? That used to bother me. Like, why isn't anybody asking me stuff? Why isn't anybody talking to me? Uh, I don't, it doesn't bother me anymore now. It's like, I'm going to continue to keep doing what I do. I continue to keep putting the checklist together. I continue to keep getting the information. Uh, I'll just keep pushing forward with, you know, trying to refine it, get uh, as best as possible and keep putting the information out there, whether it be on my own channel through with you, whether someone wants to have me be a guest on their show, I don't care. As long as I have the time and I'm willing to do it, I'm going to do it. That's what it's all about. You know, I don't like, uh, this, this, all this nonsense. And again, I think there's a time and place for negativity within the hobby. I think some people need to be called out on some of their stuff, sure. maybe, maybe privately, but sometimes I think people need to be, you know, pointed in the right direction. Not, not like a, well, this is the rookie card. No, this is a, not, I mean, I think there's, we're, a, we're well beyond that. Now. There's, there's that, a place where we can have that debate though. But that's the problem is people, people don't want to debate. Like I like listening to people that I respect and I, I like their opinions, but I, maybe I don't disagree with it. Well, instead of getting on Twitter and saying, well, oh, I'm blocking you. I don't like, you know, whatever. I'm just like, okay. And I'll just keep scrolling or, you know, keep yeah, doing it's not, my own thing. It's gone beyond, it's gone beyond the whole, you know, uh, rookie card debate, which was like our, that, those were the days <laughs> when we, that, that, that was like the biggest, you know, uh, 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 debate ever in our, in our hobby. It was like rookie card talk. Yeah. Oh, this is the one that will never go away. And it's like, all of a sudden, like, oh no, Prism said, hold my beer. Uh, and then, you know, brought out all the ugliness in people. And it just, um, it's again it became a political thing of red versus blue and it's just uh it's unfortunate it got that way i think the market and the hobby itself will settle to a point 
I don't know if certain people who were friends before will get back and be forgiven for each other. Um, I, I kind of wish they would just so we can all like, you know, commend each other for when you got something cool uh, and kind of congratulate people like, hey, I know you're a huge uh, Karrion Cross collector, man. It's another great card you got in that collection, man. Um, yeah, but, instead of saying, uh, well, if you spent more than a dollar on that, or I hope you didn't pay much for that, or yeah. that's not as good as my Sting, you know, test sure. run card, or, you know, like that kind of stuff, yeah. Yeah, it's just, uh, you know, that kind of stuff is not necessary needed like that. I mean, but, you know, we, we can't um, we can't control everybody, we can't control anybody. Uh, so it's just, um, it's just like, uh, it is what it is. I hate that phrase, but it is what it is. And that's just kind of have to navigate the choppier waters now. We've talked numerous times about there's not enough zeros in wrestling. All of a sudden, we're starting to see the zeros. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think the money involved has been kind of what's? Uh, I'm the not going to say separate. Evil. Yeah, I, that's basically what it is because I'm 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 just as guilty as anybody else. Um, I got into this to make money, not necessarily to uh, make money as a job per se. Although my eBay store is kind of doing that, it was making money to buy the cards I couldn't afford, and yeah. you know that that's been that's kind of what I've been doing. But it seems like people are getting so wrapped up in the, the prices, value, costs, comps, all this stuff. And they're completely forgetting that about the card itself. You know, uh, like it, it almost seems like we're talking about this bottle here. Yeah. Like, you know, is it 10? Is it five? Is it two? Is it worth anything? Is it the but short I, I, is I get it... the mentality of wanting to get the most out of your stuff. When I was, uh, you know, shopping out that 82 Hogan Cosmos like that, you know, obviously I want to get the most I possibly could out of that, that you know, I, and that's why I set a reserve for when I sold it. Now, it didn't mm -hmm. hit my reserve when I initially sold it, uh, when I initially put it up. It didn't hit the reserve, but, you know, I had that two-week time frame afterwards where it was still available for offers, and I got an offer that was my reserve. <laughs> so There you go. It went, and I was that's what I wanted. It's like that. But I wish for it had gone higher. Of course I would have wished it had gone higher. But, um, you know, it's, it's, sometimes you got to go, you know what? You know, I want X, but no one's going to pay me X. So I'll just go ahead and take Y, I guess. Great transition. Once again, to tie up the people on Twitter asking too much for their cards or social media, and then to tie in the politics, where do you stand as far as just letting something go? I'm a huge proponent. A lot of times, if I sit on something too long and somebody sends me an offer, exactly what you just said, shoot, sometimes I'll take 50% and I'll just take the loss on it. And then roll, roll that into something else and just keep it going. Uh, I would like to know where you stand on that. And why do you think that more people don't understand that concept of just keeping things moving? Do you think it's just because they don't have as much experience or doing not doing the homework, as you've said numerous times? Um, well, well I'm, a big believer. I'm a big believer in your stance on that. I wish that I personally was someone who would actually practice that more because I don't. Um, I'm always just so I hold on to things for too long sometimes. Uh, or a lot of things I'm not willing to let go for less than what I have in my mind of what I want it to go for. Um, and I'll just sit on it. I, it there's nothing wrong with that either, I think. There's nothing sure. wrong with uh, just sitting on it and saying, you know what, I'm going to sit on it until someone eventually meets somewhere around what I'm asking for this particular item. Especially if you've got something that's like, you know, uh, again, Roman Reigns 101. Like, sure. of course, you're not going to mess around with when I start getting like these, you know, five dollar cards like that. And you right. say, well, I want, you know, I want it for a dollar. Like, well, I'll give it to you for, you know, two fifty. I mean, I mean, I'm meeting there's some haggle room there. So like, mm -hmm. I'm talking about ten thousand, fifteen thousand, twenty thousand dollar cards like that. You know, I'm not going to give it to you for seven thousand. <laughs> right. You know, it's just a big there's a big difference. So 
as a, the more uh, zeros are in the, in the number uh, in the in the car value, I guess that's, that decides it. But um, you know, I'm always willing to listen. I mean, I'm, nothing wrong about hearing about offers like that. I, I think I probably need to practice more on that. I'm not sitting on any things that I'm fully invested in that I'm like, oh, I'm looking to flip this into something else. I'm not of the mindset that you are. I don't take uh, my 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 inventory and flip it to other inventory. I don't take uh, my collection and say, okay, I'm going to flip this for something, uh, a bigger and better card. I don't do that because I don't collect really hard anything other than right. card angle and Dexter Luna stuff. So uh, all of it can go as far as I'm concerned. I'm not willing, I'll sit on it if I have to until I get my value that I want out of it. Um, I'm not looking to flip it for something bigger. Um, but, uh, you know, maybe I should start looking that way. I don't know. Maybe I should start looking that way. You actually just brought up one more thing. I said it was the last question, but I've got to talk about it. We talked on uh, last week, prison prices coming down and people wanting less and less and, you know, all of these things. And then we talked about just a minute ago, people wanting super high prices for cards that are they think are like um, way overvalued, I guess, per, per section. They're, they're, trying, they're trying to ride a wave of, of, of a particular right. line of like gold numbered stuff that the top stars are getting. So why can't my card also get a bump in that? Right. Do you think the people who are asking these prices are actually so over leveraged in cards that they feel they have to get that money back because now they're like, uh oh, I just spent all this money on this wax and now I'm I, I need the money. Very possible. Especially with I'll, the economic good, time that we're in right now. I'll bet you there's a good number of people out there who probably are thinking that exact thing. Uh, I, I didn't even think about that, but I think you're right. I'll bet you there's probably a good number, a high percentage of somewhere close to. 50%, I bet, of people out there are probably pricing these things up so high because yeah. they got to cover their loss. I've seen that a lot in sports. Sports cards worse than wrestling because, um, you know, it's funny. Wrestling cards, again, steady climb up. Yep. Sports cards have just taken a nosedive. And uh, I've seen that a lot. I've seen on these other podcasts and these platforms, people are saying, I'm just getting out of the hobby. You know, I spent way too much on this Luca card. And now it's 50% of the value. I just got to get what I can get and get out of, get out of it. Cause you know, I've put myself in a financial bind in real life, not just in sure. the hobby. And I'm, I'm just kind of wondering if that's starting to trickle into other things as well. Could, could very well be, could very well be. Well, we had some interesting topics. I don't think we got off the rails tonight on this after no. dark as normally as we have before. No, after dark episodes usually you just are, never know. I'm, I'm surprised that this after dark episode revolves so heavily around cards because sometimes our after dark episodes loosely are around cards. Yeah. I mean, our first episode we ever did called after dark was that God awful. Booking I, I, I simulator. Almost, is that right? Yeah. That yeah. <laughs> E-federations and stuff like that. I mean, ah, it's okay. I have nightmares about that. But, there for a while before the, before my, uh, before I, you know, we started doing actually it was shortly after that episode. And before my eBay store just really took off, I was like, you know what? We should we should try to do this. Like I was talking to other people that I was like, man, an eFed would be so much fun. Obviously, it's not going to happen now. I don't have the time, but uh, it, it feels like that was like a million years ago. It does. And it, it wasn't that much long. It wasn't. It that feels long like ago. it was a long time ago that we talked about that. It's like, okay, I guess I can bring out my old eFed stuff. But <laughs> it's so fun. Yeah. For I guess you. when you're when you're inundated <laughs> in the hobby as much as uh, both of us are, really. I mean, you say you're not a collector, but that doesn't mean you're not heavily involved in the wrestling card hobby. As, of course, you know as much as we're doing. Like it just seems like a lifetime goes it goes by 
And we're like, oh, that was only three months ago. Like, that was oh, only three months ago, on? but you know what? That's a long time in the hobby because this That's hobby is, is is evolving and changing at a rapid pace that we've never seen before. Yep. So it it doesn't surprise me that three months feels like three years ago. And again, I don't know about you, but I'm having the time of my life. Like all the I'm nonsense, with it. the nonsense we talked about on Twitter doesn't affect me whatsoever. Uh, I, I even feel, even if one of those pressure. guys, go ahead. I feel the pressure to, uh, to deliver when it comes to WTC stuff because there's so much stuff coming out, both major releases, so much independent stuff coming out there. You know, I was gone for three and a half weeks and all this travel stuff, like doing stuff. And I feel like I've been gone for three and a half years. Yeah. So it's like I have so much stuff to catch up on because so much has happened. But you've got a great team built now of good Correct. people behind you. And it's just kind of... Uh raising just raising the website to a new level really it's hard to you know you, you get in a rhythm of doing things after a while so like that even if you kind of fall off and take a break for a day or two you still have that rhythm you kind of built up but i feel like I, after three and a half weeks almost a month i'm like oh i have to like man like riding a bike is tough <laughs> <laughs> like oh look at this i got a just picked up a Dexter Loomis green prism parallel. So that's cool. That's what it's about. That's what it's all about. I mean, we all like to make money. We all like to interact. We love the community, but when you boil it down to the basics of what it is, it's about the cards and yep. it's about buying whatever it is you want, whether it's the one of one or the base card that everybody else has. As long as you're having fun, I say, keep doing it and find yeah. there's, there's always new ways like uh, yep. prism, like I, I haven't talked a lot about it and I haven't shown off a lot, but there's like very interesting color matches and like cool little sure. projects you can put together with Prism. It's just, it's always something fun. So Prism hasn't been a bad thing because while people looked at it as a price problem, uh, it actually opened the door and helped. I think it's going to help collectors understand there's other ways to collect and still have fun. Yeah. Um, it's okay to jump and change lanes once in a while. So uh, that's done for me. Like it made it easy for me as a player collector that I was able to go out there and collect some things. I can still collect some stuff and it, it's not, it's not breaking the bank at all. Yeah. And that, that's a huge yeah. plus. Like, yeah. you know, you're obviously you're not going to get over leveraged on at being buying Dexter Loomis because you, no. you know what you're, you know what you're willing to pay, you know what you got to have and you're just having fun. It's not yep. like uh, the, the invest hype flip kind of stuff, which like I get it. It takes it, it takes collectors. It takes investors. It takes kids. It takes old timers. It takes all kinds of people to make the hobby work cohesively. Yep. But uh, I just I just wish people would just start kind of focusing more on having fun. Whether that's creating content. Again, call to action. We need more wrestling car content. We've since me and you've been talking about that. We've seen some more people start doing stuff. Yep. But we want to see more. We want to see podcasts. We want to see YouTube channels. And you know, talk about whatever it is you want. But that, that's just, you know, having fun, you know, find a way to have fun in the hobby. Tony, let everybody know where they can find you. WrestlingTradingCards.com, people. Everything is there. Uh, bottom of every page, you can get all the social media links are right there. Absolutely. And uh, PSA, PSA let, wants you to know that if you want your card graded, you better check WTC before you send it in. I'm getting emails from people who are being requesting information, further information uh, from PSA specifically, been asking uh, about particular card sets. Uh, I'll be doing a WTC short here shortly, uh, talking about a particular one that I'm getting uh, a lot of emails about recently. That'll be interesting to see because if you're getting that many emails about a specific card or a set, that means, won't, like, first off, that intrigues me to see what is it that people are wanting to grade that much. And then secondly, what would be the questioning or the issue with, you know, grading it? So that will be interesting to see. 
Um, yeah, make sure you check out the WTC YouTube channel as well. You want to promote TopRopeCon real quick? TopRopeCon.com, baby. Got a lot of great, uh, very strong lineup. I uh, got more names to be announced here soon. By the time this probably drops, there'll be even more names been announced. But uh, September 16th and 17th, Tampa, Florida, Florida State Fairgrounds Expo Hall. Uh, trying something new, man. Trying to uh, be a uh, merge out of the booking business, get more in the promoting business. And uh, it's shaping up to be something pretty special. So we got a lot of guys coming down. Card Foundation podcast guys are all coming down, doing yep. a live podcast from there. Uh, looking forward to that. Um, isn't Chuckster, out. isn't Chuckster going to be there? I don't think he's coming there, but he's definitely uh, going to the national. Uh, well, one of those day, one of those times I'm curious to see what he's going to be charging for autographs. Like it could be like the highest. Well, I, I, am not, I, I, I'll tell you off air. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Chuck, yep. Chuckster must, uh, he must be in some big business for the autographs. This is going to be oh, great. He's going to be get he, he will be signing some cards. Trust yes. me. Yes. <laughs> awesome. I can't wait to get one of those. And he, and, he deserves it. Where can they find you, sir? Wrestling with cards on YouTube is kind of the hub. That's my kind of OG content platform I started on. Uh, obviously, this podcast, which if you haven't subscribed to this show already, no matter what podcast platform you're listening on, please do and give us a five star review. Just trying to build the audience. Uh, sure, if we can end up getting paid a lot of money for this one of these days, that'd be nice. But the more the more listenership we can build, the bigger the wrestling card hobby space gets. And really, at the end of the day, that's all I care about. So please yep. subscribe. Uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel as well. Uh, links to everything Tony's talked about and that I've talked about are in the show notes of this as well. And you can find me on social media at Zan Morning. I'm not on there. I, I'm, I would say once a day, I, you know, I'll post something or interact. Uh, feel free if you got questions, send DMs, tag me in anything you want. I'm not as active, you know, for the reasons that we talked about today. I don't like to get caught up in all this stuff. So I just don't spend as much time, but that doesn't mean I'm not unavailable. So if you got something, hit me up on social media. And until next time, just remember, have fun. Remember why you're doing this. Take it back to the basics, whether it's flipping, whether it's putting sets together, whether it's grading, it doesn't matter what you're doing. If you're having fun doing it, focus, shut out the noise. Tell the hate haters to kick rocks and just have some fun. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you.